Welcome to Watercooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm John. I'm Kevin. And on today's podcast, I smell. Digisense was founded in 1999 by Joel Lloyd Bellinson and Dexter Smith. Sometime in the early 1980s, when they were in college, Joel and Dexter became friends. Joel was studying biology and international relations, and Dexter was studying industrial engineering. Several years after college, they started a company called Pengia Systems. The company made software for creating genetic databases used in pharmaceutical research. Oh, okay. Over the next decade or so, they built up their company and added several new products. In 1998, Joel and Dexter stepped back from the detailed operations of the company, wanting more free time to focus on other things and to enjoy all their money. <laughs> Apparently, Joel went a little overboard. He got a 2,500-square-foot apartment and filled it with a bunch of African furniture, a grand piano, and weight training equipment. They then went on a vacation to Florida, which is where the creation of Digismell begins. Oh they were hanging out on the beach, smelling the ocean, the sand, food cooking, and thought, hey, what if we can make something that can digitally reproduce smells? <laughs> so after they returned home... Joel started working on creating an electronic device that could create smells. Your computer can show you things on the screen, play sounds from the speakers, so why not smells too? Wouldn't it be great if your computer could emit smell? Joel determined that by mixing 128 different smells, you could theoretically reproduce nearly any scent, similar to mixing red, green, and blue to make any color. Oh, okay. Just with way more variables. Yeah. They thought they had the next big thing. And in 1999, Joel and Dexter started their next company, Digisense. Digisense raised a combined $20 million from investors. Investors included several large perfume brands and Real Networks, some kind of streaming service. Okay. They began to develop the iSmell. Within a few months, they had a functional proof-of-concept device. It could successfully reproduce a handful of different scents. The device was a black box with a fan and 36 different scented oils inside. One or more oils would be heated to produce the correct scent, kind of like those plug-in air fresheners. Mm -hmm. Within eight months, they had a prototype. It would plug into the wall for power and connect to your PC via USB. It could then dispense smells depending on what's on your screen. It was described as a personal scent synthesizer and it looked kind of like a shark fin, mm -hmm. but with vent holes along the front edge to blow smells out. It attached to a round base and sits on your desk next to your monitor. It had a scent oil cartridge in the base that would need to be replaced every so often. It was mainly aimed at gamers. Playing a racing game? Exhaust and burning rubber. Fire a gun? Gun smoke. <laughs> Walk through a dungeon? You smell the damp and the mold. Which actually sounds... Uh, who wants to smell that? Well, besides that, it actually sounds kind of cool. Some of the scents developed for games included gunfire, swamp, damp earth, banana, and pizza. They also planned to use eye smell in advertisements. If an ad for pizza plays, you smell pizza. Mm. An ad for perfume, you smell that perfume. Flowers, and so on. They would make money by charging licensing fees to advertisers. They also wanted to license the hardware so that other companies could produce the hardware. With everything nearly finished, 
They demoed their product at CES 2001. They had an 8 minute long demo with 26 cents. The demo included clips from several games and movies. Wow. Release was targeted for Before Christmas of 2001. Unfortunately, nobody wanted a USB-connected stink factory. In fact, consumer interest was so low that the product was canceled before release. In 2006, PC World Magazine listed iSmell as one of the 25 worst tech products of all time. Well, if they were one of the worst tech products of all time, why are there a bunch of other attempts at making yeah. a device that gets out sense? Why don't some people get that there's if there's no demand, don't put money towards it because nobody will want it. Yeah, I think it was really before its time. I think now with VR starting to develop, uh, it, it could have a use now but back in 2000 and 2001 still would be tricky though yeah 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 i was actually surprised that the first smelling contraption for computers started way back then i thought it was like in 2008 or something like that yeah there's been um i think several similar things since um but as far as I could tell, this was the first, or if not the first, the closest to working. Or well, it did work, but the the closest to actually being produced. Hmm. There's Apple cases that use the name I smell. Okay. Supposedly, it smells like orange, rose, and chocolate, and pop sockets too. <laughs> Okay. I don't know who would buy that. Research for this one was a bit harder. Uh, you don't want to know what comes up when you type I smell into YouTube. Not recommended. Uh, but I did manage oh, to find... I don't recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> I did eventually manage to find an interview with Joel Lebenson. Uh, I think it must have been at CES 2001 where he was talking about it and uh, demonstrating some of the scents. Yeah, it, apparently just nobody wanted it. Market research. just There's a lot of companies that don't just do a little bit of market research of going, hey, would you be interested in this product? Oh, no? Hmm. We had hundreds of thousands of people saying they wouldn't want to buy this product. Let's make it anyway. <sighs> Yeah, pretty much after CES, when nobody cared and everyone thought it was stupid, they canceled the product and went bankrupt. So it's kind of similar to QCAT, but it only raised one-ninth the amount of total money, not accounting for inflation. And QCAT actually had potential until Google took over. Hmm. Yeah, I think this was just way too far ahead of its time. I think... Yeah. For VR or or something, you know, now, something like that might be useful. And I wouldn't be surprised to see something like this turn up in a year or two. You know, some revolutionary new thing developed by Oculus or something like that. And, you know. Maybe. I'm, s I'm still wondering, though, like, 
how often would I have to replace the cartridges and how much those would cost because that would be my biggest concern besides that I tend to have a nose that's stuffed all the time. Assuming my nose isn't stuffed that I can smell though, I don't want to pay a bunch of money just for smells. Yeah, and I think that's another thing that didn't help is that smells aren't essential. Like, if you're going to... Mm-hmm. Um, like, they had demos where they had it um, the smells synchronized to movies. Um, and, you know, if you're watching a movie... That's got to be tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't know how they thought they were actually going to, like, really make that one work. They'd have to go through movies one at a time manually and add sense mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like who's gonna bother and now you can smell the hunger games <laughs> <laughs> i mean like maybe if i was on the titanic and i could smell the sea breeze maybe but anything else i don't i don't think so yeah and like picture and sound are pretty essential for a movie no picture it's not a movie no sound you can't really tell what's going on (laughs) it's a silent movie right yeah but no scent i think everyone can live with that Mm -hmm. it probably didn't help anything that one of the creators referred to it as the scent equivalent of speakers reekers what okay first of all As we discussed before, scent is not as essential as sound. And reeker? Typically, I'm okay, when I hear reeker, I think of reek. And then reek is something that smells bad. (laughs) Yes, that may have not been the best (sighs) uh, word to use. I found the quote here. Quote, reekers instead of speakers. Wait, instead of? I thought they were selling it, like, as a compliment to the sound system. Well, I think what he was saying is something like, it's it does for smell what speakers do for sound. Reekers instead of speakers. I still don't like how they use the word instead of as a compliment of with. Yeah, it's... No. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, uh, apparently the founders went on to create another company or two that were actually successful in the biotechnology areas. Hmm. And unfortunately, today, the domain digisense.com is not still up, but um, you can still find pictures of their shark fin prototype. Mm-hmm. which I guess they never actually had a functioning prototype. They had like a black box that would make sense, and then they had this prototype that didn't actually do anything. It just was supposed to look cool. Mm. Kind of like with a lot of tech stuff. Look at this new cool thing. It uh, doesn't actually functionally work yet. This is just the cool prototype. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I remember like one time EVG had this like super 2080 Ti or something that had like giant heat sink and 
Linus from Linus Tech Tips was not allowed to touch it, but then he kind of no, he didn't take it apart. Never mind. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to touch it. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Might drop it. Oh, speaking of Linus Tech Tips, they actually did a, a. It wasn't sent, but they did a review of a device. I don't remember what it was called, but it simulated hot air and breeze. So that way, that way, when you're like in Doom, shooting demons in hell, you can feel the hot breeze going in your face. Or if you're doing a plane simulator, you can fly and feel the breeze. Hmm. They, they said it. It didn't really. It was a cool concept, but it didn't really work in terms of immersion, as the company claimed to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing it wasn't cheap, and also I think I could probably do the same thing with a fan, a relay, and an Arduino, <laughs> and some software. Well, but. Do you, do you have software that figures out like the temperature and how fast the wind should be? Because they did. It didn't. It only worked about like half time-ish. <laughs> but kind of. It kind of worked. Does it count if I just have my brother stand next to me and push a button? <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Hey James, push my button. I'm I'm in hell now. <laughs> that sounds a little weird. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> here's what it looks like yeah i, I was kind of st- oh so it's silver and the base has a blue top why why is it silver and darkish blue yeah they had a few different prototypes and but most of them had the same kind of blue and silver theme and pretty much just looked like shark fins oh another thing I would question is like how big of a room do they recommend it in can I just have it in my living room or do I need to have it like in my small gaming room so I can actually smell the scent rather than just being oh I can smell it poof it's all gone and now everybody else can faintly smell what I'm smelling which is death because of murdering everything in a game of course not in real life I imagine (laughs) I imagine it was supposed to blow directly into your face. Yeah. But, hmm. So you're probably supposed to be, like, a couple feet away from it. Oh, and another thing. What would happen if you just were in a bunch of areas and there would be all of these different lingering scents around, but they just intermix and then smell really weird, so you won't really smell the the thing you're supposed to smell? Probably. Or would it just be enough where you can't smell it that's another question i have so according to um an article from wired all the way back in november of 1999 um this reporter um went and experienced one of their demos this was back in 1999 so this was before they were at ces um this was just with their very early prototypes and uh, according to this guy it it worked pretty well except that like the previous scent would hang around for a little bit so like when they fired up the machine like they fired up the machine and he was supposed to smell i don't know it doesn't maybe it doesn't say i don't know yeah (laughs) uh i guess the first try it just smelled like cheap perfume and they responded by saying uh well yeah we were generating perfume earlier 
uh, it'll clear, try again. Uh, and then it was, wait, it was supposed to be grapes, I think. Or bananas. I don't think you want to mix that smell with the smell of cheap perfume. <laughs> um, green grapes. Okay. It was supposed to be green grapes, and it came out smelling like cheap perfume. Uh, and then they said, oh, well, that's just from earlier. It'll clear. Try again. And then they tried oranges, and it actually apparently smelled like orange peel. And from then on, the rest of the things smelled like what they were supposed to smell like mm -hmm. which it worked but whether or not it so if you're only going to be demoing 26 different scents you could just load the machine up with 26 separate scents and then just trigger them one by one instead of mixing oh, mm -hmm. like it was actually intended to do so it worked, but did it really work? Like, they could have just been loading it up with only the exact sense that they wanted to produce. They say that they could produce any scent by mixing 128 different scents, but mm. there's no proof that they actually did. Yeah, it sounds like they just wanted to get good press, so they did no risk and just played with got rid of some variables that would normally be, be in the full product but not the demo yeah you can't really blame them but it's still there's no proof that it actually worked like it was supposed to but even if it was only 26 different cents and that was the limit and you couldn't do more than that i think that's still a good amount yeah it's not the millions of cents that they promised it could produce but i don't know how many cents you really need for <laughs> i don't know a game or something mm -hmm. oh that's another thing too so if if this product was actually wanted by consumers and it actually mixed stuff up what if there was like the version that you can get all the scents, the gamers version so you can have like your sea breeze your dungeons whatever else and stuff i was gonna say murder scenes but i'm, I'm... <laughs> you've mentioned murdering everyone like five or six times now what no i did that it was only once before i thought it was at least two or three it's, it's just a video game john it's just a video game okay what if i want to smell their death <laughs> Whoa, let's, okay, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. Let's not get pulled from <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Okay. It was hard enough to get on there. Does that mean we're demonetized? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you better get us back on track. Apparently, at first, some people weren't actually sure if they were serious because there'd been some, like, jokes and hoaxes before. Uh, like, mm. apparently something about Microsoft WinSmell, uh, which wasn't real. I, I imagine this was, like, <laughs> I imagine this was some kind of, like, April Fool's joke or something. Kind of like the Razor Toaster mm. or something. I don't know. Oh, um, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, apparently they also, um... That'd still be kind of cool. Yeah, and apparently, um, 
some theaters uh, had done some scent stuff in the past, like releasing scents through the ventilation during a movie. And I've heard that some theaters are like thinking about bringing that back. You reminded me that. I don't remember what years this was, but some theaters for a while tried scratch cards. So you'd give all the all the people that were watching the movie scratch cards and then at this time of the movie scratch this to sniff this and then the main complaint (laughs) though was that it's a lot of work when you're watching a movie you don't want to just stare at your smell card and then go okay i have to scratch this now okay that was a lot of work Yeah, I mean, the only way someone's going to do that is if it's a really bad movie. Because (laughs) if it's a good movie, it's going to be immersive. You're going to get pulled into the movie, and you're going to forget that you even have that scent card. The only way you're going to be sitting there and like, hmm, well, which scent do I scratch now is if the movie (laughs) is really, really boring, and you're just sitting there wanting something to do. That is a valid point. Oh, I just had a thought. What if you can smell body odor? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, Who would want another to thing. smell that, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about, like, smell malware? Wait. Ooh! So your antivirus will, like, tell your computer to release that smell, so you go, oh no, my computer is infected. But thankfully, my antivirus caught it. Yay, antivirus. Rather than having an annoying pop-up saying, we found this and blocked it. We found this and blocked it. We found this and blocked it. I was thinking more like, I downloaded this and all of a sudden, my eye smell started pumping out rotting corpse smell. And it won't stop. so funny i would totally do that but obviously on my own stuff not somebody else on the internet hmm. what about what about like burnt cookies oh Ooh, mixed mixed with rotting corpses so this reminds me now of uh, a story of i think this was my grandma back when they got color TV. So they had just got color TV and they just got the brand new color TV, set it up in the living room. Everybody was, you know, hanging out in the living room, looking at this amazing new color TV technology. And my grandma, she walks into the room and she's standing there and she sees this advertisement comes on for cookies and she's like wow this thing's uh, wait you can you can smell the cookies burning oh wait no that's my cookies burning (laughs) (laughs) oops that's kind of funny hopefully they turned out okay uh someday someday there will be the recent producing software for vr hardware for vr and then you can create some kind of like vr game and be like here try this 
game I made. And it can just be some really, really simple little game. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, it just starts pumping out the worst imaginable smell as fast as it can. Ooh, and then for extra contrast, it'll be like this cute game of, well, not like Care Bears, but like some knockoff of them where everything is joyous. <laughs> and, ooh, Candyland. There we go, Candyland. <laughs> everything is so sweet, and what's that smell? <laughs> Maybe it could start out sweet and then transition to sickly sweet. Oh my gosh, that would be funny. <laughs> Too bad we can't do that, though. Yeah. Well, you know what doesn't stink? This podcast. We're on our third episode. And it will only continue to improve in the future. Consider supporting us on Patreon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.